Africa Connected, your link to Africa's markets. Brought to you by Standard Bank. Moving forward. Hashtag Africa Connected. Africa Connected with Standard Bank gives you trusted insights into the endless potential of Africa's markets. We've sent and been sending for ages the Pan-African broadcaster Lee Kasumba to unpack doing business across the continent and she would have had to unpack and pack her bags a lot. This month she's been in Cote d'Ivoire and we followed her journey on africaconnected.co.za and you can do that as well and social media hashtag Africa Connected. Let's find out what she has been up to and now that things are calm and that she's back in South Africa... Um, how was the trip overall, Lee Kasumba? It was amazing, but I want to test my French on you, if that's okay. Bonsoir, Bruce. Uh, bonsoir, Lee Kasumba. Ça va? Ça va. Ça va bien, merci. Et toi? Yeah, deux bières, s'il vous plaît. Ooh, that's as far as I go. Je parle un peu français. So let me just leave it there. Trois bières, s'il vous plaît. I'm just ordering beer. Please deliver. <laughs> Right. Okay, now we've just both of us exposed ourselves terribly. Exactly. Um, I can order beer and you can say hello. Uh, now, <laughs> the credit system in Cote d'Ivoire is really interesting versus the rest of Africa, especially when it comes to buying cars, things like mobile data. We take a whole bunch of stuff for granted as to how we do it. How do they do it there? Yeah, so it was quite interesting. Um, as mentioned while I was away, I had a conversation with Mr. Chris Indala, who had worked in South Africa, then he went to, to Uganda, then he moved to Cote d'Ivoire. And while we were talking, he basically mentioned about how um, the, one of the systems that doesn't work so well is the credit system, especially with regards to when it is that you want to, to get a car. So in South Africa, for example, you can walk into a car shop, um, you know, then it takes about 15 minutes for there to be approval. And then after 15 minutes, you know, then they'll tell you whether, you know, you can actually get the car car or not. In Cote d'Ivoire, it can take up to a month. Some people had even cited waiting three months up until five months just for the system to actually work. And it's because they've always been, you know, a cash kind of flow economy and to get people to work on credit and to get all the systems in place to work was always a challenge. So I was shocked. Imagine waiting a month at minimum almost five months sometimes for a card obviously impacts um, the motoring industry in quite a big way. Well, and it also just impacts the lives of ordinary people. All they want to do is they've got some money, they want to borrow the money that they can get from the bank, and they expect a better service. And yeah, it just shows that we are very lucky, very advanced yeah. banking system in South Africa. We do. Now listen, the last time we chatted, you told us about a drone company called We Fly Agri um, that's been helping farmers to manage their farms better. Tell me about how that works. So um, we it basically the whole idea was that um, you know there, there have been a lot of issues around agriculture in the continent you know um, in general from the food scarcity issue to making sure that the, that none of the the crops would fail you know so they could spot um, issues and problems way in advance so this drone company which is a startup we fly agree basically um, their head engineer was an, was a guy from Zambia which I was really impressed by because he spoke I think I mentioned he spoke Russian French mm-hmm. a bit of Afrikaans I'm not kidding. English. I was sitting there, and then he's in language from Zambia. It, it evaded me what language it was. And basically, you know, with We Fly Agree, what they were doing is that they were doing partnership deals with um, farmers and plantation owners, you know, alike. Um, so first of all, was it was to help people be able to to remotely um, focus in onto what was going on on their plantation and to ensure that there was security. So if you owned a farm or plantation and you weren't around, you could basically see that your farm was secure, your plantation, and also just being able to trouble spot if there were any issues um, with regards to the crops. So if which areas needed a lot more water than water than other areas, for example, which you could literally pick up on the drones because of the amount of detail. So I was really blown away by that. And you spoke to Axon Mwenda as well. 
Yes, he was the, he's the engineer, the, the one who speaks Russian. I read, I mean, Bruce, I'm telling you, you and I have to go for language lessons to him because he speaks we've, we've, all those languages. We've proven that already. Let's hear from Axon Mwenda this evening. Our main ideology is we want to give back, uh, power to our plantation owners and even farmers, you know, and with the technology that we have right now, we're sure we're going to enter, uh, we're, we're sure we're going to make a huge positive impact for the agriculture industry and beyond ivory cost because, you know, and you see us soon in South Africa. Okay. Yeah, you see us soon in South Africa because we believe that, you know, whenever we come up with solutions in one country like here in ivory cost, we should have a global view. Yep, Axon Mwenda, guy with a global view from Zambia working in Cote d'Ivoire. He refers to it as Ivory Coast. Isn't that imp- is that rude in Cote d'Ivoire to refer to it as Ivory Coast? Yes, it is. Most people did actually refer to it as Cote d'Ivoire, but I think it just came up because of, um, you know, because obviously he had yeah, actually only, just moved Because you don't speak many languages. So he, uh, he, he, was just trying uh, to, he, he was just trying to help you out. Now, listen, you also <laughs> spoke to the Stanbic chief executive, Erv Boyer. I'm assuming yes. that's how you pronounce his name. Um, yes. And with the advancement of banking services across the continent, clearly they're in very dire need of banking mm-hmm. services there. It's got to be a great opportunity, surely. Yeah, it is. I mean, he highlighted something that I thought was so amazing. You know, um, he spoke a lot about the West African Economic Monetary um, Union, which is made up of eight countries, right? So that's mainly Benin, Burkina Faso, Cote d'Ivoire, Guinea-Bissau, Mali, Niger, um, Senegal, and Togo. And Cote d'Ivoire, if you can imagine, is responsible for 40% of this economy, 40%. So what happens in Cote d'Ivoire affects the rest of these other countries. And one of the good things with regards to the banking system is that they have the same legal framework, the same currency tax laws and one central bank so once you get into business in Cote d'Ivoire you, you in essence get into business with this entire region which is which is quite amazing because I think one of the only other places where this actually functions well is with the European Union so it was really quite interesting to see the fact that this model works well in the banking industry. Okay, let's hear from Elv Boyer. Is that his name? Do I pronounce it roughly correctly? I'm getting abused on the SMS line for destroying the French language. And for anybody with any Francophone connections, I really do apologize uh, on behalf of Lee Kasumba, who started it. Um, <laughs> but let's hear from Elv Boyer. So one of the big benefits is when you think about Côte d'Ivoire, you don't think purely Côte d'Ivoire. You think West Africa Economic and Monetary Union, which is eight, eight countries. You don't think 24 million, you think about 110 million people who again are governed by the same legal framework, governed by the same currency, it's one central bank, and also an harmonization about on, on the tax side. So a lot of benefit and a growth of 7%. That's Irv Boyer, who works for Stanbeck, and he's the chief executive in Côte d'Ivoire. What was the best thing you had to eat? During your time That's really what I care about The best thing that I had to eat was I'll tell you what The best thing I had to eat and drink The first was bisap Which is um, hibiscus Um, It's a hibiscus drink And seriously Somebody said try it Bruce, I wish I brought the entire cart and I wish I brought everything back with me because is it's it the like, best. Is it a cordial that's made from hibiscus flowers that are grown there? Because I would assume there would be lots of hibiscus there. Yes. Yes, it is. So it's grown from there and it's like something that people use generally. And also, a lot of people say that it actually has healing properties. So if you're not feeling well, you know, people just generally take it because it's a feel good kind of drink and it makes you feel better and healthy as well, you know. But it tastes so good. It's like beyond refreshing. So that was, you 
you know, I, I literally glugged that down like every moment that I could. And then the second thing, um, you know, cause we'd, we'd sent out tweets to everybody asking, what should I do when I'm in Cote d'Ivoire? Everybody said, oh, you know, they hashtag Africa connected. And there was one lady who actually kept on, she kept on sending messages saying, you need to try a tiki. You need to try a tiki. I was like, okay, I went to go try it. Bruce. What's a tiki? It's like, it's basically like, um, it's basically like cassava and pounded yam, but it's like, it's being grated almost. So it has the, the, the feel and the texture of, of couscous, so to speak, mm-hmm. but it tastes so good. <laughs> and when you add it seriously, when you add it with the tomatoes, the tomato sauce, I don't know what kind of tomato sauce that was, but I'm not a tomato sauce person. So if I could have it, it was amazing with the chili, with the grilled chicken, with everything. It was amazing. And they literally have a culture similar to what you do in France. You know where people actually have a meal in the middle of the day, so it was like you would go to a, mar- a marquee basically, and you find a lot of business people that everybody has the marquee that they go to. They go out there, they have their food, and generally people tend to have a tiki. So it's mm. it's that was the best thing. Seriously, oh. I'll I'll bring some back. <laughs> I can hear, I can hear that. <laughs> now, do you know where you're going next? I'm going to, um, I'll be going to Ghana. Um, so we're going to be going to Kumasi, which is the second city and it's the cultural capital for Ghana. It's where the Ashanti, you know, a lot of the Ashanti mm. wealth is and everything. So I'm looking forward to that. I've been to Accra many times, never to Kumasi. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what's going on in the second city and just the energy and also just finding out, you know, the history and the, the texture of the Ashanti people. And of course, what you could eat and drink. Of course. <laughs> you can find out more on these travels. You can go to africaconnected.co.za. Standard Bank calls Africa home and drives her growth. Combining their strong African presence with global capabilities, Standard Bank supports businesses that need a banking partner who knows Africa. Standard Bank has partnered with us on 702 and Cape Talk for Africa Connected to give you in-depth first-hand insights into Africa's diverse markets and food and innovative solutions that come from Africa. Standard Bank. Moving forward.